Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. What an incredible week it was, Summer Splash, Weiner Wellness Center. Of course, listen, thank you for everyone for stopping down, and it won't be long before they'll be ramping up another one, but I know Dr. Honeyman is going to want to thank everyone as well. I saw a lot of the social media pictures. The place was just full of a lot of happy people, and that's what we really love the most, making people happy and healthy naturally, when those smiles come naturally from good health at the Weiner Wellness Center. Today, you saw the social media video, hopefully many of you did, that I posted uh, just a little over 24 hours ago, talking about this week's show, Intermittent Fasting. We're going to be talking about that. Something he talked to me about moments ago off the air, kind of becoming a science. And also arrhythmias, irregular heartbeats, you know, AFib, the stuff that really people are concerned about. My father actually suffered from this for a while going to talk about key supplements that can help with the prevention of arrhythmias. So lots to get to, lots to get to, lots to get to. Find out more at drwiner.com. But we're going to tell you, for those of you who may be listening for the first time, we'll give you that little resume to begin who Dr. Honigman is, what their mission is at the Weiner Wellness Center, and then we'll get right into this week's very interesting topic. Good afternoon. Good afternoon, Rob. Thank you once more. So yes, welcome to another edition of Get Well Naturally, and thank you for tuning in. I am... Dr. Honigman, and I am a lifestyle and wellness-oriented chiropractic doctor with over 26 years' experience as a chiropractor and approximately 40 years of experience in the natural health care field. I also hold a Master of Public Health degree from the University of Pittsburgh, and I use safe, natural, effective methods to get your body to, re- to work better and restore your health by addressing the Uh, lifestyle and environmental factors, which are often the root cause of the problem. It is not a generic treatment to take away symptoms. In fact, my objective is health restoration, and the protocol is designed specifically for you as a unique individual. So whether your goal is to optimize your already good health, review your supplement regime, or to address the root cause of a chronic problem such as diabetes, I can help you. However, I do not diagnose or treat disease, and if you're taking drugs, you're not to stop taking them on your own, but rather as you improve through better lifestyle choices, you can ask your doctor to reduce the amount and possibly even stop taking them altogether. I have helped many people achieve this. Bob, our summer Weiner Wellness Week was a great success, and you're right. I do want to thank everyone who participated it, it is a success. It was a success because of them. And uh, so a big thank you to all of you who came and participated. And I want you to know that we truly do appreciate you. Now, <clears throat> before we begin today's topic, I want to comment on a question that I received the last time we were here at, towards the end of the show concerning my thoughts on intermittent fasting. So, I do think intermittent fasting, if done properly, can be an effective method for weight loss and it can improve health in general. However, I want to be clear that it's not for everyone because compliance can be a problem 
and it is contraindicated for others. Pregnant women, children, people at risk for hypoglycemia, obviously anybody who's over underweight, or people with certain chronic diseases should not do intermittent fasting. In addition, while for some, it may be the most effective way to shed some unwanted pounds, others can lose just as much or more through a three meals a day calorie restrictive diet. One thing both types of eating have in common, if health and longevity are part of your goal, is what? A whole food plant-based diet. A whole food plant-based diet is still your best option, whether you're going to choose intermittent fasting or um, a more um, contemporary, I'm not going to say contemporary, but the usual three meal a day, but calorie restrictive diet. Now, why does it work? First of all, there are many versions of intermittent fasting. However, they all have in common, what they all have in common is a prolonged period of non-eating before the next meal, giving the body a chance to rest and burn stored calories. Now, this next sentence is actually very important that I'm about to, to, to speak. This works because after approximately 12 hours of fasting, your body runs out of stored energy and begins burning stored fat. So we store energy in the form of glycogen, which is glucose converted into glycogen. That's the stored uh, energy source. And we store it in our liver and our muscles. We burn that up after in 12 hours. Now, after that, we're going to start burning fat. It's also important to understand that with intermittent fasting, it's not going to put your body into a starvation mode or decrease your metabolic rate. Now, some of the more popular versions of intermittent fasting are the twice-a-week method. This is an easy method. It's called the 5-2 method. In this method, you basically fast. Well, it's not a complete fast. You can have 500 calories. A common way to do that is to eat 300 calories for one meal, 200 calories for a different meal, and then you... It would be helpful to do that in a restrictive time period. In other words, still do that uh, at least four hours before you go to sleep. You do that two days a week. The other five days, you can continue to eat a normal, healthy diet. There should be at least one non-fasting day between the two fasting ones. That's the 5-2 method. It's easy to remember. Again, five can stand for the five days you can eat. And the two days that you are eating, the five stands for the 500 calories. Then there's alternate day fasting. This is similar to the one that I just talked about. So this is a modified fasting method every other day. An example would be to limit your caloric intake on fasting days to 500. And then on the non-fasting days, you resume your regular healthy diet. There's time-restricted eating. In this variation, you eat every day, but only during a specific period of time. For example, you fast for 16 hours and are able to eat for eight hours of the day. Say you eat breakfast at 11 a.m. You would need to be finished with your last meal by 7 p.m. Now, you can experiment to find out what suits you best. This variation can be done as often as you like. Do you remember before I said that 
You go through your energy stores in 12 hours. So if you're fasting for 16, you have four hours of fat burning um, time. You got to let your body do what it's meant to do. All right, we're going to take a break. Good stuff here. Lots more to come, including his thoughts on arrhythmias, irregular heartbeats, and some supplements that can really go a long way to help that problem. drwiner.com. We're going to take a short break. Stay with us. Much more to come. 412-922-9355. If you want to call them, of course, get well naturally. They're there today. And just simply say, I'd like to become a patient of Dr. Honigman, who is on the air today with Get Well Naturally every Saturday, 1 to 2, KDKA Radio. All right, let's get right back to Dr. Honigman. This is Get Well Naturally on KDKA Radio. Thanks, Rob. So we're talking about intermittent fasting, and we're, we're talking about the many variations that are out there uh, that you can try to find the one that works best for you. So we talked already about the 5-2 uh, method where you're eating 500 calories twice a week, and then you resume a normal diet for the other five days. We talked about alternate fasting where you're doing 500 calories every other day and, of course, then resuming your normal diet. We talked about a time-restrictive diet where you fast for 16 hours and eat for eight hours, giving you plenty of time to burn that unwanted fat. Uh, And now we're going to talk about the 24-hour fast. This is the the one that, that I knew of when I was young, and that was this method simply involves fasting for a, a whole day. And it's usually done maybe once a week. You know, for those of you who are very motivated, twice a week. Now, most people will fast from breakfast to breakfast or lunch to lunch. But in this particular type of fasting, there are side effects like fatigue, headaches, irritability, hunger, and a low energy source. You know, so not everyone's going to be able to do this. Now, not everyone's also going to have those symptoms. Some of you are going to be able to do it with no problem. But for others of you, it's going to be a struggle. And then after you're done fasting, what are you going to do? You're going to binge eat. And that's going to mess everything up. In fact, you would be better off not even fasting for that 24 hours because the binge eating is going to wind up making you worse than you were before you even began. So again, it, it's going to depend on the individual and you know what uh, is going to work for them. In all of these diets... You remember, you're still eating a whole food plant-based diet and you're not locked in to any one variation. You can kind of change them around. You could do the 500 calorie diet twice a week and still get that 16 hour fast in for the other three, four or five days. So again, um, many variations. And I want to mention my personal favorite, which is the Dr. Walter Longo plan. And in this variation, you eat a whole food plant-based diet twice a week plus uh, twice a day. A whole food plant-based diet twice a day plus a snack, a light snack. So he recommends to eat breakfast and then one major meal plus a nourishing low-calorie, low-sugar snack daily. The diet also includes time-restricted eating to try to get some of that fat-burning mode going and confining that would be confining all meals and that snack, I would say, to about 11 hours. You could do 12, but I would confine it to about 11 hours. And you should not eat before four hours of going to sleep. So an example would be getting up in the morning, eating at 7 a.m., maybe eating a light snack at 12 to 1, then having dinner at 5, being done by 6, and then allow that 13 hours of fasting before your next meal. 
Let me ask this question. Sure. Do you think most people, and I find this fascinating because a lot of this stuff I can identify with, but do you think a lot of people just eat because they eat as opposed to really why we're supposed to eat and they'll eat just about anything as a, just because of the taste factor as opposed to something that their taste buds would acquire a taste for and it would be healthy for them. You think more it's mind over matter when it comes to being able to go 16 hours without eating, which I've done it before. And I think fasting is a very healthy way. And then also, how do you keep your digestive tract going, Doc, especially when it comes to, you know, really good gut health as well, when you're not eating as much to keep it going, but you make sure that you're eating the right things so it does go. And can you get substance when you're only eating 500 calories a day? So just some of my thoughts about the topic this week. Okay, that's a lot of questions, yeah. but let, let's start. We'll, we'll start from the back, and then we'll go yeah. to, to your first question. First of all, you know, a lot of times you'll hear that eating six meals a day is, is good for you. Right. There's absolutely no proof that's true. None. Yeah. So what you think theoret- theoretically, and then what actually happens are two totally different things. Still calories, yeah. I mean, okay? I, I don't so see it either. So in fact, what you're doing is you're preventing your, your body to going into the fat-burning mode. Because you're um, you're eating, so you're you're constantly producing um, insulin uh, to to restore the food. So you're probably doing the exact opposite of what you want by eating those six small meals a day. Now, if you want to gain weight, or if you're you know um, going to be running a lot during the day and you need that energy, fine. The other part is your body will burn all those calories that's stored as fat. So you, you go through the day and you're, you're eating a lot of food. You're storing all that calorie calories as fat because your muscles and your liver can only store so much. All that extra calories are being stored as fat, that unwanted fat, that inflammation-producing fat. Now... During that fasting time, again, once you've burned through the, the stored energy in your muscles and liver, you can start burning that fat calories, the calories you want to get rid of. So this is a perfect way to get to those stored, unwanted fat calories. Now let's get to the, uh, to the part of why people eat mindlessly. And part of that is this. That's a great description. They're, they're people eat mindlessly because they've been trained to. That's my opinion. Food has been changed. It's been adulterated with chemicals, sugar, salt, in excess, in lots of excess. And what happens is the, this actually affects our neurotransmitters like dopamine. And dopamine is telling us that this is a good thing. See, the sugar stimulates our dopamine and our dopamine gives, gives us feedback and says, wow, this is really good for us. Eat more. <laughs> so we eat more. And don't you think the food scientists out there know that? Of course they do. So we can market really poor quality food. Load it up with salt, sugar, um, you know, pesticides, insecticides, things that you can't taste, and we consume it. And you know what the, the kicker on this is? Do you know what's really bad about this, Rom? Hmm. There's no nutrition in it. None. So you know what happens? Your body is saying, 
Where's the nutrition? That's why you just can't eat one. You need to eat more because your body is still starving. Now your body truly is starving because say you're at a normal weight or even if you're at a heavier weight, you're not getting the nutrients you need right now because it's not in that food. And it tastes great. So, and it's stimulating our dopamine. So what a combination. It tastes great. It's telling us to eat more and there's no nutrition in it. So we are constantly craving more food. Absolutely. And, and, and in closing, the reason I asked that, that plethora of questions, if you will, was because so many of those things fell into the category of A, B, C, and D as you were moving through this intermittent fasting topic. But more importantly, I think people who follow fad diets, people who go on these crash diets, they only gain the weight back and in some cases twice the weight. But the last thing is these charts. This is what your weight should be. Or how do you know what your BMI and how do you know what's good for you as opposed to someone else? Is it really more on how you feel and what you look like? I mean, there's so much being inundated when it comes to weight loss. That's why I love how you're talking about it. And if I'm out there in the audience and I want to lose weight, this is a whole new approach. Rationalized dieting as opposed to mindless dieting. And that was a great thing, mindless eating, because that's what we all do as we go through life. I'd call 412-922-WELL right now and make an appointment with Dr. Honigman if you need to lose some weight, 25 pounds, 50 pounds, 100 pounds, because your approach, obviously, as you said, if you do it the right way and you put some thought into it, it will work. And you've had a lot of success doing this with people that we don't talk enough about. So 412-922-WELL, 412-922-9355, Doc. Uh, thanks, Rob. Uh Yes, and that's why I always recommend a whole food plant-based diet because you're going to be getting all of the nutrients that your body needs to work properly. In fact, to work optimally, we're going to be getting all of the phytonutrients, all the vitamins, all the minerals. We can get all the protein in. And guess what? We can do it in a very low caloric way. We could do it with different methods. We could do it with Intermittent fasting, we could do it with three meals a day. We could do it with time restriction. We can combine them. There are many different variations, and we can then make sure that it works for the individual, right? We can make sure that it will be something that that person can follow and stick with because we work as a team. In addition, one more thing. Yeah. I talked previously about sometimes you can't lose weight because you got a thyroid problem or maybe your adrenal glands are you don't out even of know whack. You have. That's exactly right. So right. I can also address that issue as well. Can you add some supplements into the mix to help people too as far as maybe some nutritional value that they might not be getting? We could. We talked about that a little bit in the past. Um, that we do have uh, something called tonaline, which has something called conjugated linolenic acid. Yeah, I've heard that. And before. we also have berytone. Both of these will speed up the metabolism. We also um, uh, carry something called control two, control two, which helps us to stop eating mindlessly. That's great. So that's a really good thing too. And I have some other supplements that that we could talk about maybe at another time or if they come to see me uh, specifically for losing weight. I do want to talk a little bit about um, the arrhythmias. And we're going to do uh, this that. time. We're going to do that coming up after the break and we've got to get to a break. So listen, if it's weight loss, you need a new approach, a fresh approach and some realistic goals that can be set for you that you can reach and get through it with a lot of good help from this man. You need to call 412-922-WELL. 412-922-9355, drweiner.com. 
Call now. Tell him you want to make an appointment with him. He'd love to see you. And I think that all of you will find out that losing that weight may not be as difficult as you first thought. Obviously, a lot of science, a lot of brain power here with Dr. Honigman. And I know he would love to hear from you and see all of you. So 412-922-WELL. 412-922-9355. Find out more at drweiner.com. When we come back, he's going to shift gears a little bit, and he's going to be talking about your regular heartbeats, arrhythmias, AFib in general, and some supplements that can actually help with that too. Much more good stuff still to come every Saturday from 1 to 2. Get well naturally on KDKA Radio. We'll be back. All right, we're going to uh, shift gears a little bit now. But again, uh, a great first couple of segments. I think some of the best stuff he's ever done and definitely a unique uh, way to look at uh, intermittent fasting and weight loss. If you want to make an appointment, call today, 412-922-WELL, 412-922-9355. So now it's all about arrhythmias, irregular heartbeats. So if you will, Dr. Hahnemann, go right ahead. All right, Rob. Um, Look, I've had them. And there's a good chance that you or someone you know have, has experienced them. So um, that's why I chose this topic for today. I think it's a lot more common than people realize. And also, I want everyone to keep in mind that any of the supplements that I mention uh, are going to be for a 20% discount until the end of next Friday. That is really a great deal. It really is. I mean, you don't have to get out of your house. You get it sent to you. If it's $100 or more, it's free shipping, and it's 20% off. So I'm actually, we get quite a few people who take advantage of it, but I'm actually surprised that more don't. I find this topic, as I was talking about before, arrhythmias, I find it fascinating. And uh, whether or not you've ever experienced an arrhythmia, I think you're going to find this topic interesting. Do you know that your heart has an electrical system responsible for making and conducting signals that uh, trigger your heart to beat? Now, these signals cause the heart muscle to contract. And with each contraction, blood is pumped throughout the body. Now, this process, this electrical process, begins in the upper chambers of the heart, known as the atria. The right upper chamber then is called the right atrium and it is where the master pacemaker called the sinoatrial node starts the electrical signal which begins the process that pumps blood into the lower chambers of the ventricles now the ventricles these two lower chambers they are what is responsible for pumping blood to your lungs and to the rest of your body This coordinated action occurs because the heart is wired to send electrical signals to tell the chambers of the heart when to contract. The bottom line is that the heart has an electrical system that is responsible for its contractions in a coordinated normal rhythm, which is called a normal sinus rhythm. Any questions? (laughs) Good. Makes sense so far. It, it makes a lot of sense. All right. And now that I know that you had them, yes. there's hope for just about everyone because yeah. you're in pretty good shape. I'm going to tell you how, how I get them. Um, a little later. Soon. All right. So look, heart rhythm problems known as heart arrhythmias occur when the electrical impulses that coordinate your heartbeats don't work properly. Simple. And that's going to cause the heart to beat too fast too slow, or irregularly. They're very common, and they can affect both sexes and all ages. 
The broad categories are tachycardia, which is a fast heart rhythm at rest that's approximately 100 beats or more. Bradycardia, which is a slow heart rhythm that's less than 60 beats per minute. And those numbers can vary according to the health of the individual. And irregular heartbeats such as atrial fibrillation. Now, symptoms can include skipping or rapid heartbeats, palpitations, feeling like your heart is fluttering, dizziness, fatigue, lightheadedness, chest pain, shortness of breath, and anxiety. Not all arrhythmias are dangerous, but many can be harmful, and sometimes they can be a serious problem, even life-threatening. However, it is important to note that irregular heart rhythms can occur in healthy hearts due to overdoing an exercise session, also dehydration and electrical imbalances in the blood, which can cause an irregular heart rhythm. I have experienced this. And I think it is a more common problem than generally generally realized. I don't drink enough water and I will exercise without drinking enough water. I become dehydrated and I wind up with an arrhythmia. And then I beat myself up for being so stupid. Okay? So now, as Rob can attest, I keep a large glass of water in front of me at all times. You never leave home without it. <laughs> and sometimes I still forget to drink. So some of us don't have that mechanism in our brain that tells us to drink enough. Can this be a, a serious problem if you don't fix it? I think... Let's put it this way. When I'm out there walking and I'm on a long hike and all of a sudden, you know, my, my heart goes into a little bit of an arrhythmia, I'm not happy about that. You know, I think that, yes, and certainly for, for those who, who for, do long distance uh, running or something like that and don't stay hydrated, it could kill them. Of course, that's an extreme situation, right. but certainly they could become, you see them, they're, they're being um, uh, hooked up with uh, uh, intravenous fluids because they're dehydrated and hey, they don't use, have enough electrolytes? They, Doc, they used defibrillating paddles on my father because of trying to get that heart back, you know, in sync. I mean, this is something. And when you have it, from what I've heard, you know there's something going on. Okay, that's a good point that you just made. And I'm just going to elaborate that on that a little bit. And that is that uh, a heart attack, okay, is different than uh, a, a heart failure due to... Uh, an arrhythmia. See, one is totally an electrical problem. In other words, you might not have any clogged arteries. Now, clogged arteries can throw your your body into an arrhythmia. There's no doubt about it. And then you have, you know, you have one of them as well. But if this is a just an a an electrical problem, you need to have a defibrillator available to shock your your body back into normal sinus rhythm. You might not need a di- a bypass. Your arteries might even be clear. So uh, that's a good point. I, I wanted to clarify that as well. Um, so getting back to the electrolyte problem, do you know that substances in your blood called electrolytes, such as potassium, sodium, calcium, can help trigger and conduct the electrical impulses in your heart and electrolyte levels that are too high or too low can affect your heart's electrical impulses and contribute to arrhythmia? For example, low magnesium and potassium can cause an arrhythmia, and a deficiency in magnesium is a very common cause. So eat foods high in electrolytes, such as high potassium fruits, which include bananas and dates and coconut and avocado and dark leafy greens, such as spinach, 
bok choy and Swiss chard. What kind of diet does that sound like to you? A whole food plant-based diet? Other more serious causes of an electrolyte imbalance besides being dumb like me and not drinking enough water and have enough electrolytes include vomiting and diarrhea. Medications such as diuretics, antibiotics, and chemotherapy drugs, kidney disease, diabetes, and eating disorders. However, remember, no matter how you get that electrolyte imbalance, it could be very problematic. In addition to electrolyte imbalances, other potential causes of irregular heart rhythms. Now, this is, remember, this is separate from the electrolyte issue. These causes of irregular heart rhythms can include caffeine. And depending on the person's sensitivity, even the caffeine in chocolate for those few unlucky individuals. Everyday stress certainly can do it. Anxiety can cause arrhythmias. Excess sugar intake as it causes fluctuations in insulin and your adrenaline. Medications such as inhaled aerosols and diet pills, cough and cold medicines can cause arrhythmias. Also birth control pills and sleep apnea. In these situations, if we correct or avoid the underlying reason by drinking enough water or taking the right amount of electrolytes, the arrhythmias will go away, a heart will return to normal sinus rhythm and we'll be okay. But if the diet pills are the cause of your abnormal heartbeat, stop. However, arrhythmias that are recurrent or related to an underlying problem such as hyperthyroidism, kidney disease, or heart or a heart condition uh, should be evaluated by a medical doctor. They can be very concerning. And of course, some can be very serious, resulting in damage to the heart, affecting the heart's electrical pathways, leading to abnormal stimulation and irregular contractions. And perhaps the most famous of all is atrial fibrillation, sometimes called AFib for short. And in this type of arrhythmia, it starts in the left or right atrium. I mean, after all, it's called atrial fibrillation. And in atrial fibrillation, the heart's normal pacemaker, do you remember what that was? That was the what? Sinoatrial node. That's bombarded by competing electrical charges, which originate where? Remember, it's called atrial fibrillation in the atria. These competing impulses initiate chaotic muscle contractions. So instead of contracting forcefully to move the blood out into our body, into our lungs, the atria quiver. Actually, what happens with the atria, they're moving the blood into our ventricles, which are going to do the pumping to our lungs and to our rest of our body. Now, instead of them doing that, the atria quiver, quiver or fibrillate, fibrillate, atrial fibrillation. And when the two upper chambers of the heart fall out of sync, the heart no longer pumps efficiently. And this can send heart rates up to 230 to 250 beats per minute. Now, I want to be clear that some people with mild atrial fibrillation may not experience any symptoms However, others may experience palpitations, dizziness, fatigue, lightheadedness, shortness of breath, and more severe symptoms can include weakness, chest pain, even at rest, and a worsening of shortness of breath and a very, very high heart rate. So in a nutshell, AFib episodes can be occasional and harmless. If so, no treatment's required. 
However, they can also be chronic and life-threatening with a quivering, a fibrillating, abnormal heartbeat that can create, here's the key that you have to be worried about, that can create blood clots that can cause strokes. This can happen because when the heart is in a fib, blood can become static. And when blood pools, a clot can form and it can travel to an artery in the brain, lodge there, and the result can be a stroke. In fact, the greatest risk of AFib is stroke, and you have five times more likely, five times more likely to have a stroke with AFib compared to someone who doesn't have AFib. And also, you have a greater risk of eventual heart failure due to a weakening of the heart muscle. So AFib can be very mild, but it can be also very dangerous. Supplements and more and ways to correct it and all sorts of good information still await you as we come back with another segment of this week's edition of Get Well Naturally, the Weiner Wellness Center, drweiner.com. If you'd like to become one of his many patients, they've got room availability. It's just a phone call away. You can call now, 412-922-WELL, 412-922-WELL, 412-922-9355. All right, 412-922-9355. That's for the Weiner Wellness Center, 412-922-9355, 412-922-WELL, 412-922-9355. All right, we're getting right back to it. So what can we do about arrhythmias and atrial fibrillation? So remember that there are several types ranging from harmless to deadly, but the following advice I believe is good for all kinds, keeping in mind, of course, that the more serious ones are going to be needed to be evaluated, and I would recommend going right to a cardiovascular specialist. So first of all, keep hydrated. I personally think drinking eight ounce, eight, eight ounce glasses of water a day is sufficient. It's easy to remember. But of course, if you're exercising, you're going to need more water. And also, if you really don't know, look at your urine. If it's dark yellow, you definitely need to drink more. Also address the electrolyte imbalances that we discussed. I think some uh, good suggestions, a few good suggestions are try our pro reds or our pro purples with a pinch of Himalayan sea salt. There's other good sea salts out there. So I'm not plugging Himalayan sea salt, although it is the kind I use. I, I have used others in eight ounces of water to replace electrolytes. Also, I believe drinking our mineral rich supplement diluted in the recommended amount of water with an eighth to a quarter teaspoon of Himalayan sea salt, teaspoon of uh, Himalayan sea salt would likely work beautifully to keep your electrolytes normal and balanced. So that was the pro reds or the pro purples with a pinch of Himalayan sea salt, eight ounces of water, or get our mineral rich supplement and add an eighth of a teaspoon of Himalayan sea salt with some water. And of course, eat foods that are high in electrolytes. We talked about that. You know, for instance, high potassium fruits such as bananas, dates, raisins, coconut, and avocado. Again, a whole food plant-based diet will work. In addition, a whole food plant-based diet helps to reduce inflammation, reducing the risk of cardiovascular disease and diabetes, which are, of course, major risk factors for arrhythmias. Exercise. Now, if you're healthy, it's, it's pretty straightforward because exercise is essential in promoting cardiac health. However, if you already have episodes of uh, atrial fibrillation or any other type of arrhythmia, they should be catered to the individual. The exercise prescription needs to be for you as a unique individual. 
to be sure that you're not being too aggressive with your exercise. So some limitations may be necessary. Lose weight, of course, to lower your cardiac risk. Um, and eat foods with uh, omega-3 fatty acids, such as flaxseed, chia seeds, walnut seeds, and cold water fish, such as salmon and low uh, mercury type of tuna and sardines. Do what the Sardinians do. Or like the, remember Sardinia? That's where the longest lived, healthiest men in the world live. Uh, that's uh, uh, an island off of Italy. Okay, let's discuss some key supplements. All right. There are a lot of supplements that I could recommend to help with control stress, adrenal glands, improve your blood viscosity, but we do have time limitations. Um, if you need help, if you really need help, you really ought to be making an appointment with me so I can tailor it to your unique needs, and I would be happy to do so. Um, but we're going to start with trying to explain how this works. If I don't have time now, Rob, I'll continue with it next week. Here's the key. We want to recommend the supplements that have a direct effect on our heart by helping to improve its electrical system and provide our heart muscle, the hardest working muscle of all, the key ingredients necessary to get enough energy to beat 24 hours a day nonstop with a normal sinus rhythm. Now, I hope you find this next part interesting because I found it fascinating when I first learned about this. I'm not going to tell you how long ago that was. <laughs> Our overall goal will be to increase the amount of ATP, adenosine triphosphate, which is our cell's major fuel currency, our major energy currency. And ATP is the fuel of life. So our heart needs a lot of it, a lot of it. Now pay attention because this is important. The heart uses fatty acids at all times to generate ATP. Our muscles use glucose. Our heart uses fatty acids. Now, once in the cell, the fatty acid must enter the mitochondria, the powerhouse of our cell. That's the factory that converts the energy locked in food into the energy the cell can use. Are we clear so far? We need fatty acids. We need to get them into the mitochondria so that it can be converted into ATP, the fuel of life. Now, in order to get the fatty acids into the cell, we require L-carnitine, known as the transporter. L-carnitine transports the fatty acids into the mitochondria, where they are converted into ATP. Of course, our cell's major energy source. L-carnitine alone does this essential shuttling job, so we need a lot of it. According to the results published in the June 2013 issue of the journal Mayo Clinic Proceedings, L-carnitine reduces the development of ventricular arrhythmias, and this could be a very dangerous type of arrhythmia, even causing death, by 65%. That is in the Mayo Clinic Proceedings. The supplement I am recommending to help provide a, a sufficient amount is called Cardiostack. 
Cardio Stack also contains other heart-healthy and anti-inflammatory ingredients, including CoQ10. And of course, it's for 20% off starting today, lasting until the end of next Friday. I'm recommending CoQ10 because it is so vital to the production of ATP. In fact, we cannot make ATP without CoQ10. Just another reason to take this supplement. It's used for energy production in every cell of the body. And the highest levels of CoQ10 are going to be with the cells that require the highest energy requirements. Is the heart one of those places that's going to need a lot of energy? Of course. And I'm recommending Power CoQ10. Again, it's 20% off. This is a chewable, highly absorbable tablet that uses saliva as a transport mechanism, allowing CoQ10 to be more easily absorbed. Now, the story of ATP production, the fuel of life, which is absolutely necessary for the functioning of our heart, continues with something called D-ribose. D-ribose is a crucial ingredient and a building block of ATP. Now, without CuQ10, you can't make it. But without D-ribose, you can't synthesize it because D-ribose is actually part of the ATP molecule. And it's the only compound used by the human body to replenish diminished ATP stores. There are numerous scientific and clinical studies that have shown D-ribose can help restore energy and function to the heart. So D-ribose supplementation is a must because it helps the heart and muscles maximize energy recovery, increases stamina and endurance, and reduces fatigue. And so to help supply the necessary ribose supplementation, I am recommending today Power Fuel, which contains a hefty supply of D-ribose along with the other ingredients to reduce fatigue and restore cellular function, all working synergistically to help prevent arrhythmias and keep our heart healthy in general. Now, we're not going to have enough time to get through all of these. I am going to mention Magnesium Complete because I think that'll round it out really nicely for today because Magnesium may be the number one supplement to protect against arrhythmias. Do you hear what I just said? Magnesium may actually be the number one supplement to help protect against arrhythmias. It can't do the job alone. That I also want to make sure you understand. But magnesium is essential for proper functioning of the nervous, muscular, and cardiovascular system, and it has been shown to help with irregular heartbeats and is of benefit to blood pressure, prevent uh, cardiac arrest, uh, heart attack, and stroke. So magnesium is a supplement must. All right, very quickly, I'm just going to mention these in passing, and maybe next week we'll go over them in more detail. And that is, I was going to, uh, uh, I I want you to know that uh, omega-3 fatty acids are very helpful. I'm recommending the quail fish oil, as well as, that's a Douglas Labs. I'm also recommending uh, Nutritional Frontiers Omega-3D. And for the minerals, to help with the electrolytes, I'm recommending Mineral Rich. This is a great uh, uh, blend of over 70 naturally bounced trace minerals from a natural mineral deposit, and also Frontier Minerals. So, you can call. You may have missed. You can call our office at 412-922-9355. Everybody at the front desk has a list. So, they can help you with the, with the list and get them for the 20% off. If any questions, call in next week about them or call me at the office. Uh, I also want to end 
with just telling everybody that, look, getting this together, if you've got major heart arrhythmia problems, it can take time. It can take as short, if you're lucky, three months. It can take six to 12 months or even longer. Please make an appointment with me. Get on to the road to health and to controlling your arrhythmias and other heart problems as well. Always good seeing you, Doc. Thank you, Rob. Great seeing you. Good to be in the classroom today. Lots of good education or information that can really help you all stay well and get well naturally. That's their mission. That's their goal. Crafton Green Tree right over the hill from our studios here at KDK Radio. And he'll be back with us next week. But if you'd like to go become one of his patients, meet him in person, talk to the great staff, make an appointment, call right now. They're standing by 412-922-WELL, 412-922-WELL, 412-922-9355. That's 412 412- 9229355 T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.